Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to The Jason Greger Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca, your digital home for online gaming excitement, including casino, live dealer, lottery instance, and sport betting. Sign up today at PlayAlberta.ca. Brian, Bill Belichick, did he choose not to get a job or was he not offered the job? Where, where, why is he still uh, whistling in the wind? Well, hey, guys, thanks for, thanks for having me as always. And um, I will say I think it's a little bit of both. Um, my, you know, my colleague Jonathan Jones, our lead CBS NFL insider, did a really good job kind of explaining what happened with him in the Falcons because it seemed like that was really the only place he interviewed. And it seemed like initially – their owner was sold on him, but it seemed like those within the organization were worried about how much of a shakeup hiring Belichick would create because he wants to run things uh, wherever he goes next exactly the way he ran it at New England. So the thought of him just being a head coach, at least now, doesn't seem like that's what he's interested in. I mean, he hasn't been humbled by the Patriots' lack of success uh, in the post-Tom Brady era. He still wants to be, you know, have complete control, and it seemed like the Falcons – uh, weren't quite ready to do that. They've got Rich McKay, who's been a longtime GM, has a Super Bowl appearance on his resume. And so they went with Raheem Morris, who's going to be more of a team player. Um, and I think, and I, I do think that Belichick, um, you know, had that attitude because he knows he could sit out, wait a year, and potentially, hey, the Dallas Cowboys could open up. Mike McCarthy's got one year left on his contract, and, and the seat's hot for Mike McCarthy. So, um, I think it was a little bit of both, but I think that the main thing is that Bill Belichick still wants to run things the way he did in New England, and, and that is going to scare off some potential teams. How about Mike Vrabel on the flip side? Uh, what do you think the plan will be for him this upcoming season? Just take the year off and, similar to Belichick, maybe look again in 2025? That's a really interesting one to me, and, and I'll be honest. I mean, I could see him getting back into college because that's where his coaching career started. He's an Ohio State alumni. Um, obviously, I don't think that Ryan Day is planning to leave anytime soon. But, excuse me, if that job ever opened, I wouldn't be surprised at all if, if Mike Vrabel went back to college and did that. I wouldn't even be surprised if he you know, dabbed in, in college at Ohio State this year. I think it would be a place like that. I, I don't think he'd go to any college. I think he'd have to have a connection to them. And obviously with Ohio State, uh, he does. Um, so I, I honestly could see him doing something like that. Um, you know, I wouldn't entirely rule out a coordinator position, but I, I think when you're Mike Vrabel and you've had the success that he's had, he's, he's been a head coach in an AFC championship game. He's had other success around that. Um, I'm quite honestly surprised that he did not, uh, get another head coaching opportunity, um, you know, already. So I, I, I'm, Belichick, I kind of could see this potentially happening. I'm more surprised with Vrabel just because of the fact that he, he has worked with general managers before, and it seems like he's an overall good guy that, at least to my knowledge, hasn't rubbed anybody the wrong way. So um, I wouldn't be shocked. I think if he coached anywhere this year, it could potentially be for Ohio State. I get the people that are frustrated with the choice of Arthur Smith to wear a, a mustache like he does. 
But why are Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> fans upset with he him being added as the OC when you look back on his track record? Maybe not so much the running game in Atlanta, but previously I think he was in Tennessee. Well, uh, you're talking to the right person because I grew up with Steelers fans, so I, I ah. know I know this real very I know this about as well as anybody. So <laughs> I, I think that my my opinion is I think they might have been interested in Brian Greasy. I think he's like the passing game coordinator for the 49ers or the quarterbacks coach. He's an offensive assistant for them, and I I think that they and won a national title at Michigan. Bob Greasy's done all those things, and I think. Um, that's just my hunch. I've got a hunch that I think that, but, but I think they got in. I don't want to say they got impatient, but I think they kind of just wanted to move on with the process. And I think, I think they they settled. And I think other teams were interested in Arthur Smith. I think, as you mentioned, he was with Tennessee, and I think that's maybe one of the bigger things they looked at is they looked at Ryan Tannehill had his two biggest seasons with Arthur Smith uh, as you know calling the plays for him. I think he had thirty three touchdowns and seven picks in twenty twenty. Was a Pro Bowler in 19, but was actually better in 20. And they want to run the ball. The Steelers want to run the ball. Their 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 president, Art Rudy II, uh, you know, basically came out and said, you know, this, earlier this week that that they love the bell cow system that they have with with Jalen Warren and Najee Harris, and they they had a lot of success running the ball down the stretch last year. So Arthur Smith, you know, again when he was the OC in, in Tennessee, um, you know, they had Derrick Henry who ran for 2,000 yards. I mean, this year in Atlanta. They were very good running the ball. Uh, he did his best with Desmond Ritter uh, this year and Taylor Heineke, but but that was, I think, the biggest thing holding Atlanta back. So, um, you know, my takeaway of it was I think it was overall a good hire, um, and I think that, that the Steelers and Steeler fans should be happy with the hire. Um, you know, could they have gotten a more younger offensive-minded pass? He's not a passing guru, I would say, and if there is a criticism, that could be it. Um, but he is used to handling criticism as a head coach. And in Pittsburgh, if you're the offensive coordinator, things aren't going well, you're going to be criticized. So from that standpoint, I think overall, if I was to give it a grade, I'd give it a solid B to a B plus. But let's just go with a B. Brian Diardo of CBC Sports joining us here on the Jason Krager Show. Connor Halley, Jason Strada with you today talking NFL football. Uh, Brian, when you look at the coaching hires as a whole, uh, was there one maybe that stood out to you as a surprise and maybe you, you didn't think it was the correct hire? And then at the same time, one that you thought was the best hire of all of them. That's a really good question. Um, I, I just think I don't know if there was a there was a there was a bad one. I, I think I think to me the mo um, I don't know. Is it, I think is is it is it Canales? Because I'm I'm kind of learning all these new thirty somethings that are getting hired. I think Canales, <laughs> the offensive uh, coordinator, they got hired. I, that was a little confusing that that, that he was just with Tampa Bay. Uh, with Carolina, because he only had one year as an offensive coordinator at Tampa Bay, so that was that was kind of confusing. Uh, that they got somebody that had just literally, you know, one year of experience in, as a coordinator, and then he goes off and gets a head coaching job. So I think, you know, that would be, I guess, the the question that I had was just, you know, and it might make you wonder about the person. Is this just kind of a job hopper, right? That that it won't that won't stay somewhere. So. You know, that one was, was, to me, I thought a little head-scratching. I thought the Panthers could have maybe benefited from having a, getting a coach with some. I mean, I thought Rabel could have been good there. Um, maybe somebody with a little bit more head-coaching experience or any head-coaching experience at the NFL level. So, Canales would, would probably be, to me, the, the most surprising and the one that I could see not, not working out. But, again, it, Zach Taylor was kind of the same thing with Cincinnati four years ago. I mean, he was – Never even a coordinator. Never even a coordinator and became the Bengals head coach. And, and you see the success. 
Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. But they've had, and I think the main thing with Zach Taylor is it's been the buy-in in Cincinnati. I mean, they've, they've had a great buy-in. And so maybe Canales is a, is a great people person, and, and for whatever he lacks experience, he's going to make up for there. The hardball one's super interesting. I mean, it's very interesting. And I think for the Chargers, I think that's a, that was a good hire because he hit – I mean, you can say what you want about Jim Harbaugh. I went to Ohio State. You, you can imagine what I think. But I, he wins, right? He wins. I mean, he, he won at Stanford. He won with the 49ers. He won at Michigan. So if you're a Chargers fan, you, you've got to like that. So uh, – so yeah, I mean, some, some, and I think Raheem Morris deserves a, another job. But the enemy not getting a head coaching job is interesting. But I think people know why. It's because he's a very tough coach, and I think some players, uh, you know, that might not be their their cup of coffee, especially today's generation. The only thing worse than a 49ers fan is a 49ers fan telling you that Brock Purdy doesn't get enough respect. So if if he wins a, <laughs> at the Super Bowl. Brian, will that give them the respect and then get 49ers fans finally happy for the first time in what seems like a century and their team hasn't won a championship? Yeah, it's weird that it's been so long because when I was a kid, they won it like every year, right? <laughs> it's weird that it's been 29 years. Like, I, I, you know, I remember seeing the first for five posters at Kmart or wherever it was. So, <laughs> uh, I, I'm taking them. I mean, it's I'm taking them. I'm not putting any money on it, but I, but I am picking them to win, and I think – that was my takeaway from uh, the weekend was I feel like if the Niners play at the level they should play at, they're going to win. And I, that's, that's my takeaway. I think for the Chiefs, I just at least feel like them just getting there was a win. But they have great cornerbacks. Uh, Sneed McDuffie I, might be the best duo in the league. So it, I think, it, again, I think it's similar to the, to the Detroit game. Uh, I, they can't start slow, and that's been their issue in the playoffs. Is they've started slow, they've overcome the first two games. They won't do, they can't do that, and they won't do that against the Chiefs. They have to start out stronger. Purdy's an enigma to me. I mean, if you tell me he's going to beat Patrick Mahomes, uh, that's hard to, to digest. But I did just pick them to win, so I'm not saying they're going to win in spite of Purdy. But I don't think they're not going to win because of Brock Purdy. I mean. He just can't lose the game for them, and he's going to have to just make a couple of clutch plays 
like he has so far. I mean, especially against the Lions with his legs, he made plays. No, I mean, for anybody that says that he's underrated, he's not. I mean, he's. I think he's gotten all the credit that you should give him. He's a good quarterback that's on a great team in a great situation. I think if you put Kenny Pickett on that team, it'd be very similar to Brock Purdy. Uh, I think the Niners will win if he doesn't blow the game for them. So um, I'm sure I didn't make many 49er fans happy when I said that, but I did pick them to win. So hopefully they remember that part. <laughs> yeah, the backhand compliment. Brian, I appreciate it, yeah. man. It's going to be interesting <laughs> to watch this build up heading towards uh, Super Bowl next uh, Sunday. Have a great evening, man. You too. Thanks for having me.